Hey there, and welcome to the She Calls Her Shots podcast. Every week we chat through different business building topics that will help you gain clarity around your goals, find inspiration in your journey, and also help you create a life and a business that you love. My name is Krista and I'm a wedding and brand photographer and your go-to no-fluff business coach. In these episodes, we talk through both the tactical strategies, habits, and the mindset work that'll help you take those really big leaps. And we always focus on the real talk and the behind the scenes of what it takes to create a sustainable and a thriving business. Because let's be honest, the work isn't always glamorous, but it's always worth it. So girlfriend, let's make some moves and start calling our own shots. Hello, hello, and welcome back to this episode of the She Calls Her Shots podcast. If you are listening in on the podcast, thank you so much for being here. I always appreciate the fact that you are spending some time with me and listening in. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. This is my first solo recorded episode face-to-face where you can see me. So this is really exciting. I'm excited to be expanding and offering video portions to my podcast as well. So if you prefer audio, it's there for you on all of your platforms. If you want to watch it on YouTube, hello, hello, here I am. Um, But thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited about this because this topic today specifically is one that I've been asked about pretty frequently. So I recently started implementing something called the Miracle Morning. And I've had a few people message me from my Instagram stories and ask, what is this? What is it that you're doing? Um, So I've just had a lot of inquiries about it. So I wanted to talk about it and share with you a little bit around what it has done for me personally in my personal life, in my actual business life, and also just chat through, is this something that would be beneficial for you? Is this something that you would like to do? And just go through the details of that. But before we dive into today's episode, I do just want to just note that if you have been looking for a business coach, if you've been wanting to work with someone, but you're not really sure in what capacity or if you're ready, I currently have spots open both for one-on-one coaching and in my group coaching program. And so the types of support varies, of course, based on the group coaching versus the one-on-one coaching. And I just wanted to Put it out there that if this is something that you've been considering, if you've been listening to the podcast and you really resonate with my style, my way of coaching, the thing that I want to iterate the most with my clients is that the way that I support you and the way that we're going to work together is going to be to build upon the things that feel really sustainable and really good for you. I am not one of those coaches that is going to tell you there's one right way to do things. You have to implement this formula. I've done that before in my business. I've been told to do that before and I know that it doesn't work. It's not sustainable. It doesn't work for me. And it doesn't work for most people. So the way that we work together, whether in a group capacity or in one-on-one capacity, is we are going to really dive into what are your goals? How do we get clarity around that? And how do we get clarity to see what is the right next step for you? How can we create accountability around your goals so that you are making progress and working towards the things that you want to get to without feeling the overwhelm, without feeling the burnout, and really building in a sustainable fun, joy-filled way. So if that's something you've been interested in, I do have one-on-one spots currently available and I have my group coaching program available as well. So I would love to chat. You can send me an email, Krista at heykristamarie.com. We can schedule a discovery call. We can chat through the details of what that might look like for you. But all of that said, let's go ahead and dive right into this Miracle Morning topic. So what is the Miracle Morning? You might be thinking, I've never even heard of this. What is it? So 
It's a book and it's by Hal Elrod, which I'll also link to below in the description and in the show notes. But I had actually read this book back in 2020 and had implemented the Miracle Morning. As most of you probably know, if you've listened in, I am a photographer, or at least in 2020, I hadn't yet branched out into the podcast and doing coaching. So at the time, my full-time job was being a wedding photographer an engagement photographer. And because 2020 left me with a lot of time to not be doing weddings and photographing things, I had a lot of time on my hands. And so I read the book, The Miracle Morning, because I wanted to have a reason to be able to wake up early and still be productive, even though I didn't have a lot of work things going on. So at the time, I feel like I did it a lot for my own mental health. Um, not because I had so many business things or so many things going on that I, that I really needed to start my day off and create space for me to be able to do these things. I had the space, but I almost needed the push. I needed something that was going to really drive me to wake up early and still feel productive, even in the midst of not having a lot of work happening. So in 2020, when I implemented it, it was more, it was out of kind of my own personal health and wanting to feel motivated and wanting to feel like I had more of a purpose and dreaming into the future of what that could look like and the possibilities. That's very similar to this time around when I started implementing it again. Um, when I did it in 2020, because I did it for my own mental health, I did it for a while and I just kind of fell off the bandwagon. You know how we do that? Sometimes you you find something that works really well for you that you really love doing, and then you just kind of stop doing it for no strange reason. I didn't stop doing it for any particular reason. I just kind of fell off the habit. But recently, I started picking it up again, and it was also for mental health reasons. I wanted to start my day off really intentionally. I had found myself in a place where... I was sleeping in a lot. I didn't quite have that morning motivation. I felt like, you know, I might snooze and snooze and then wake up 20, 30 minutes before I had client calls or had group coaching calls. And I just found myself in a place where my mornings felt generally rushed. And that's never a good place to start our day from. That's not a place that feels really intentional and, and purposeful. It just didn't feel very good, you know, and I loved once I got on the phone with clients or once I started coaching, all of that, you know, the rest of my day flowed really well, but I always felt like there was a piece that was just missing from my day. So I reread the book, The Miracle Morning, and I started implementing it as I was reading it. And the things that it helped me with really were creating intentional space in the morning to start my day in a way that would help to shift my perspective around how I was looking at my business. And I'll share a little bit more about what I mean by that. So one of my themes for 2023 is that is being more visible in my business, which this is a perfect example. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, hello, this is me being visible. This has been a goal of mine that I've had for a while. And I just found these little things they sound little, but they were actually, they felt big at the time, but I found these little things that were holding me back. Things as simple as not waking up early enough to feel like I could put myself together and really be visible in the way that I wanted to be visible. And one thing I think it's important to know is I don't think that you need to look a certain way to show up. I could show up on YouTube with no makeup. I, I could show up however I want, right? Anyone can do that. But for me, how I wanted to show up was I wanted to feel put together. I wanted to feel um, just 
really good. I wanted to feel like I was moving in the direction of where I saw myself growing. And one habit I found about myself, one thing I've come to learn about myself is that I I do love, I'll work from the couch. I'll be really comfortable. I'll be in my leggings. I'll be in my comfortable clothes. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But when I think about the person and the version of the person that I want to be two, three, five years from now, there is a bit of a disconnect in, yes, I want to be comfortable, but I also want to feel, for lack of a better word, powerful. I want to feel like I'm living in my element and really showing up as the person that I wanted to be. And so long story short, I just felt like I wasn't showing up as that person. And so having this intentional time in the morning, really starting my day off in this way, allowed me to then create space to show up as the person that I wanted to be and show up with the intention that I wanted to. So I started to implement this and it only, I think so far I have spent about an an hour and a half to two hours on my miracle morning. And I'll, I'll explain why it takes me a little bit of time. You can absolutely do it in a shorter amount of time. I just really enjoy, I enjoy all the aspects of it so much that I am okay with waking up a little bit earlier to then implement more or to give more time to it, but it's absolutely something you could accomplish in an hour or 30 minutes or even less if that's the only thing that you have time for. But really, I think it just comes back to what is the space that you want to create for yourself? And so... Hey friends, I want to make sure you know about my upcoming free workshop, Seasons of Growth. This workshop is going to be super valuable to photographers that want to learn how to maintain a thriving photography business in the midst of the slower seasons. I know how frustrating it can feel when inquiries aren't coming in, especially when you see other photographers booking out their sessions consistently. This workshop is going to be classroom style and super interactive, meaning that you're going to get real-time coaching from me on how you can create more momentum and visibility inside your business, meaning more inquiries coming in and more booked clients. These are the same strategies that I've used to help my one-to-one clients book more sessions, and I'm bringing them all to you during the workshop. You can learn more and save your spot by visiting heykristamarie.com forward slash workshop. I can't wait to see you there. What is the miracle morning? So essentially it is six things that you do every single morning. And again, the time that you allocate to each of these things can be completely customized and personable to you. But I'll, ex- I'll explain a little bit how I've been implementing it myself. So the they... I'll kind of list them out and then I'll share a little bit around how I implement them. But the acronym that it spells out is SAVERS. And the first thing is silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing, aka journaling. And so every morning, I like to start off with the silence piece. I'll do it for maybe two to three minutes. The way that I implement the silence piece is just that transition time between actually getting out of bed and sitting on my couch in my office and really just feeling grounded and feeling that transition between, okay, now's my time to implement my miracle morning. Now's my time to really feel centered, connected to myself. And so I have a playlist uh, on Spotify. It's called Relaxing Massage, and it just has some really nice ambient background music. And so I'll usually put that on for about two minutes. I close my eyes 
and just sit, just be really present. It's kind of like just a quiet meditation. And that's what I do for about two minutes just to really allow myself that transition to be really intentional with, okay, this is this is my space here to not worry about anything else, not get caught up in the details of the day, not get caught up in the emails that I need to write. This is my time to just sit and be present. So I do like to start off with the silence. And then sometimes I switch up the way that I do this, but I like to pair up the affirmations and the visualization. And for me, I have found I can be a very visual person in the sense that I can close my eyes and do visualization exercises. And if you're not familiar with what that is, I actually have an entire podcast episode around creative visualization that you can listen into, which I'll link to in the show notes if you're listening to this on the podcast. I'll also link to it on YouTube if you want to listen to it. But visualization in a sense is really being able to see yourself accomplishing something or see yourself achieving something or acquiring or gaining something that you want. And some people actually struggle with this part, the visualization part of being able to close your eyes and see something. And I've had conversations with people that ask me, can you actually see it? When you close your eyes, do you actually see it? The answer is no. You don't like, I can't force my brain to see something that's not there, but it's almost kind of like you can see it as if it was like sketched out lightly. You can kind of see bits and pieces of it and it comes and it goes, but but the the greater sense is it doesn't quite matter how clear the picture is when you visualize something, like actually how clear it is when you close your eyes. The bigger piece here that I think is, can you feel it? Can you close your eyes, visualize and think about yourself achieving something? And can you feel that feeling of how you're going to feel in that moment when when you accomplish that goal or when you acquire whatever it is that you want? So if visualization, if closing your eyes and thinking about something doesn't spark that feeling in you, if you're like, I can't really get there, I don't know how to access that, there's other ways you can do visualization. And I've also tried other ways and sometimes I switch it up. You can you can actually sit and either verbally out loud speak if you're in a room by yourself. Um, just start to express the excitement or the feeling that you're going to feel when you achieve the thing. So let's say, I don't know, you have a money goal that you want to hit. You could sit in a room, you can close your eyes, and you can say out loud, it happened. It's here. I made whatever amount of money. I didn't know how I was going to get it. I didn't know how it was going to show itself to me, but it's here. I have X amount in my bank account. I have X amount of money that I can spend on whatever it is that I want to spend on. So you can use verbal cues to get yourself to that feeling as well if that works better or if that's more impactful for you than closing your eyes and visualizing it. Or you can do the same thing with journaling. If you if you really feel like journaling is something that evokes a lot of feelings, you can do the same thing, but in journaling, it's here, it happened, I accomplished it, I didn't know how, so you can journal that out too. So really this visualization piece I think can be molded to fit whatever style works best for you. But the point around it is to visualize yourself accomplishing something. And this, there are two ways you can do this. You can either visualize yourself having the day that you want to have, the day that would feel really successful. So maybe you have a lot of things going on. You have um, a phone call that feels really scary that, you know, you have a client call or you have a discovery call or you have a presentation you're giving or a workshop you're hosting. You can visualize yourself at the end of the day telling yourself, oh, it was so great. Everyone loved it. I got so much positive feedback. So you can do it on a day-to-day basis or it can be a bigger goal. You could, you know, 
visualize yourself or think about yourself six months from now accomplishing something that is on your list that feels really big that you want to accomplish. So you can play around with it. There is no wrong or right way to do it, but that's that's the sense of what you want to feel when you are visualizing. And affirmations, some people have different feelings around affirmations. So again, if it resonates with you, definitely do it. If not, you don't have to. I love, I have an, I have an app called Insight Timer and there's a specific affirmation that I really love listening to. And it's someone and she, she goes through, it's about nine minutes and there's just different affirmations she goes through, right? Things like you have everything you need to succeed. You, um, you go about each day with clarity and confidence. She just has a whole list of things that she does. And I just really like it. It, it feels really good to listen to that. People will also write their own affirmations. So if you want to write something that's more personal to you, again, if journaling feels really good, you can journal those out every day. If audio works really well for you, you can record your own affirmations on your phone and re-listen to them back. There's actually something really powerful about when you listen to affirmations, hearing your own voice saying it, it's almost like your brain hears it and believes it even more because you're the one telling yourself. So you can practice that way of doing affirmations as well, but I like to pair them together because they both evoke a feeling. They both evoke a lot of really strong um, feelings where I can feel present in whatever it is that I want or that I desire. And then I skip the exercise. I wait until the end to do that just because that is a separate activity for me and I want to finish everything when I'm seated kind of in the zone of of getting the mental work done and then I focus on the physical aspect of exercise at the end. So I usually save reading and journaling and I do those in tandem. Sometimes I'll choose to journal first before I read. If, for example, you feel like during your visualization or during your affirmations, if something came to you, if, you know, if, I don't know, you got this great idea or you got this great insight into yourself that maybe I didn't have, I'll sometimes take time to use that as my journaling time. Sometimes I don't really get those downloads. So I'll spend time reading and whatever book that I'm reading, I like to read something that is more personal growth related business, but also personal growth. Again, uh, I like to do not so much strategy of how to build the best business, more so how to uh, look inward, how to find my inner strategy, how to trust my intuition, how to lean into my creativity. I like to read those types of books in the morning, especially during this miracle morning time. So usually once I read the the books, I'll have some sort of download. Sometimes I don't. There have been a couple of days where I just haven't really had the inspiration and I haven't journaled and that's okay. But most days I would say, whether it's during the affirmations and visualization piece or during the reading, I usually have something that comes up that I also like to journal. So, and then at the very end, once I'm done with all of that, then I go into my exercise. And so, like I said, I've been spending a bit of time on my miracle morning in general. So I do at least 30 minutes of exercise. That feels really good for me. And the miracle morning part of it, the mental piece that I mentioned, the S-A-V-R-S, I have been spending between 30 to 45, sometimes 45 minutes on that. But again, if that feels really overwhelming to you, if you're like, Krista, I don't know that I have that much time in the morning. I've got little ones. I've got a family. I've got to be present. You do not have to spend as much time as I am. The beautiful thing about this is that you can make this work for you. You can do it in the amount of time that works for you. I've just found that for me in the morning, I can wake up at 6.30, 
have, you know, 15 minutes to kind of let myself wake up and, and adjust. And then at 6.45, sit down, do my 45 minutes of the Miracle Morning Aspect, 7.30, transition into doing my workout, shower, get ready, and then be ready to show up in my business around 8.45, 9 o'clock. And so that's just been something that's worked for my schedule. But again, you can adapt it 100% to whatever it is that works for you. And what I found that it's done for me is it really has shifted my perspective on how I think about my business and how I approach my business. Because now, by the time I actually sit down to do work, I have visualized myself achieving some sort of success, whether it's success from the day or success from a bigger goal that I have. And so I'm already living in this energy of believing that the things that I want are possible. And this is something that I work with a ton with my coaching clients is that strategy is important. The way that you implement things in your business, not to say that it doesn't matter because of course it does, but I don't think it matters as much as we sometimes give it credit for. I think we sometimes minimize the fact that we have to believe whatever it is that we want, we have to first and foremost believe that it's possible for us. We have to believe that we are capable of achieving whatever it is that we want. Because if we don't have that belief to start off, it doesn't matter the strategies that you implement and the things that you produce in your business. Even if you get to your goal, you likely won't be able to sustain it because you're going to come up with blocks and ways and self-sabotaging ways to not keep it in your business. So again, we work I work a ton on that when I work with clients and that's something that I have learned throughout the entire 12 plus years of building my business is that we kind of first have to start with that inner belief of I believe this is possible for me. And because now I am intentionally starting my day with that belief, the way that I show up in my business is just inherently different. I am, you know, showing showing up in a way that allows me to show up as the authentic version of me and the creative version of me because I'm already starting to believe that the things I want I can achieve. And so it's these little small shifts that we make that sometimes make the biggest difference. And so I have also had some really amazing things happen. Um, And here's the funny thing is that sometimes we think that when we implement really strict strategies, right? So for example, if we're like, oh, well, I need to show up X amount of times on Pinterest and share X amount of stories and write this amount of blog posts and do X, Y, Z things. Sometimes we think if we have a really strict strategy, that's where the results come from. That's where the clients come from. That's where the money comes from. And if you believe that to be true, and if that type of strategy works for you, then yes, that can absolutely work. But for a lot of us, especially as creatives, we don't love, and as, as an Enneagram 9, as like we don't necessarily love the really strict strategies, they can actually sometimes feel really overwhelming to me. I might implement it for a week, but I don't implement it long term. And I also find that when I am so strict about my strategy, I am showing up less creatively because my brain is focused so much on the numbers, the metrics, the strategy, how many times have I shared? How many times have I posted? I'm so focused on the quantity that the quality of everything has decreased. So I found for myself that when I trust that I, one, believe that what I want is possible for me, and two, 
believe that I can show up in a way that just feels really authentic and I can ditch and release the strategy piece a little bit, I actually end up showing up not only more often and more frequently, but it's more authentic and creative because I'm not focusing on the strategy and the numbers and the metrics. And so this really beautiful thing happens where I actually have in the last couple of weeks, I've had more clients reaching out. I've had more inquiries. I've I've had these really amazing things happen. And it's not just because I woke up an hour and a half early and I'm doing these things. It's because I'm impl- because I'm implementing that, the miracle morning and this type of intentionality to start my day, it's actually shifted the energy that I carry throughout the rest of the day and how I show up. So I'd love to dive deeper into that. If anyone has questions, if you are listening to this and you're like, I think I might be into this, but I also am not really sure, grab Hal's book. I'll link to it in the show notes. Like I said, it's a pretty quick read. It's not very lengthy. I think I finished it in a couple of days and I was just reading it for like 10, 15 minutes before bed at night. So it's really easy to read. They also have a Miracle Morning app. That's where I've been going in. It's kind of fun. Every morning you can go in and check off as you do each thing. So for anyone who likes to check things off in the morning, it still kind of makes you feel like you're being really productive, but in a really meaningful way. So they do have an app that you can use to track. It's completely free. But I would love to hear, have you implemented the Miracle Morning? Have you heard about it before? Is this something that you're interested in? I'd love for you to, if you're watching this on YouTube, share a comment below. Let me know if this is something that you've done. And if you ha- if you have done it, if you've had a similar experience or what your experience was with it. Or if you're listening on the podcast, I'd love for you to send me a message on Instagram at Marie. I'd love to hear any questions you have. If you want to chat through the Miracle Morning more and hear more about my experience and what this has looked like for me tangibly in my business, I'm happy to share that. I'm an open book. But all that said, thanks so much for being here. I hope that this was helpful. And I love being able to come on and share the things that are working for me in my business because if it can help someone show up differently or show up more authentically or feel more confident in the way that they show up, that to me is worth its weight in gold. So yeah, thank you so much for being here and I will see you over in the next episode. One last thing before you go, I'd absolutely love it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or if you've already left a review, I'd love for you to share this episode with your business bestie. I love getting to shout out my listeners on the show and the more listeners that we have, the more that I can help others create a thriving and sustainable business too. Thank you so much again for being a part of this community and I can't wait to hear your takeaways from today's episode.